Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Yeah, you. Yeah, hello. Welcome hey. to uh, welcome to uh, episode one one. Uh, what is it? Ninety four. One ninety four. Movie sucktastic, eh? You posted it today. <laughs> and I forgot it shortly after I posted. Oh, it. Oh, yes. okay. There you go. <sighs> yes, and this is um, this is for the most part our Oscar nominee episode where we talk we start we talk about the the nominations announced today. Yep. I love this. This episode is... It's one of my favorites every year. Um, this year, the nominations just happen to have been uh, announced this morning. Uh, so we get to do the show tonight, just a few hours after, which is great. Right. Now, before we do that, I want to mm-hmm. take a few moments to give a January release movie review. Okay. Because I was, uh, I had the um, unfortunate displeasure to go to the theater last night to watch The Forest. <laughs> but you knew going in, though. Oh yes, I knew. Yeah, going from in, even obviously. last week's episode, we uh, we did a January episode where we talked about every film, every wide release film coming out in January, and The Forest was one of the movies. Yeah. So I went to see The Forest, and now if if you. If you check it out on I'm uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's at eleven <laughs> percent. And the only reason I'm mentioning Rotten Tomatoes is that I was uh, looking through some of the reviews while I was waiting for the film to start, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I can find one of the ones I saw. But one of the reviews said, um, "Oh, here it is." The quote: Roger Moore from Movie Nation. Quote: A couple of good jolts, a pair of decent jokes. That's it. Wow! Now, really? Right now. Yeah. I, I I will give him the good jolts, but 
there are no decent jokes in the film. There's no real... I, there was no chuckles, no, oh, that's kind of clever. There's nothing even remotely coming to a joke in the film. So I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> and I need to point that out. There's, I mean, please, someone point me to the humor. There's nothing. Now, the, the basic premise is uh, a rich white girl in America um, starts off with a dream sequence. Always a good sign. <laughs> and uh, she she's a twin. She has a twin. You know she has a twin because they tell you every 10 to 12 minutes throughout the entire fucking film. No shit. Okay. And every and every 15 minutes, they they she goes they have to stop so she can explain once again how she can tell she's alive because they can feel each other. So, in case you missed it, the first nine or ten times they mention it, because it's kind of important for the the stupid ending. They're going to keep mentioning it. There, there's a there's something called the the Chekhov rule. Uh, Anton uh, Anton Chekhov, not um, not the guy from Star Trek. And the, the basic rule is, if a gun is introduced in the first act, someone's getting shot by the third act. Got it. This, okay. this film goes by a different premise, which is, if we keep talking about it every 10 to 15 minutes, it's probably important for something down the line. So we're just going to keep mentioning it until it happens. So they they don't want the viewer to doze off apparently. The, the the only thing that gets repeated as many times as I'm a twin and we can feel each other is there's something wrong with the woods and if <laughs> you see can. something it's not <laughs> and if you see something <laughs> it's not real. Got it. Now the, the, is this the, film uh, a remake of a Japanese film or It's it's not a remake but there are two other films at least I'm pretty sure it's not a remake but there are two other films that were inspired by the same forest. It's a real forest under the uh, mountain in Japan, okay. and uh, people go there to kill themselves. It's a very festive place. And every sure. time a movie, a, a horror film, a low-budget horror film maker uh, hears about this forest, it's like, ooh, I have an idea, and we won't have to rent a studio. <laughs> so she, she flies to Japan, and then goes, and everybody she re meets tells her, don't go in the forest, the forest will kill you. Don't go in the forest, the forest will kill you. So she goes into the forest, and, um, I mean, I don't want to spoil the ending. Isn't it at some point she not only, she finds her sister's tent, I think it was in the trailer, actually, and says, yeah. I'm not leaving without my sister, and I get well, from the trailer that she pretty much sleeps in the tent well, overnight. The, the, not to go too much into the plot, she bumps into another American in this rapid random Japanese bar who knows the guy uh, who knows a guy who takes suicide watch tours through the forest during the day and convinces him to bring her along with him because he's a travel writer. So the two Americans have the Japanese guy take them into the forest. They find the tent and then the, the Japanese guy once again says, don't stay here. The forest will kill you. And she's like, well, I got to wait for my sister. So I'm going to stay here. And dumb American guy says, well, I will, too. <laughs> Because he's like, I'd like to hit that. Yeah. And then there's... Men do the dumbest things for fucking pussy. I swear. <laughs> pretty much. Now, all throughout this, you have your also obligatory every 8 to 10 minute jump scares. Okay. Um, and also, every now and then, a uh, another dream sequence. And, oh, and of course, the shady, my parents died this way thing in the beginning. And they show... Like, it's it's And then... It's like during the scene, you're even like, okay, so this is obviously not the way they died. Everything they do 
is blatantly a setup and there's no suspense whatsoever unless you're maybe the same age as the three kids down at the front of the theater who kept talking through the whole film young kids oh. like, yeah, like 10 12 it wasn't loud enough it was loud enough that i knew they were talking but not loud enough to be disruptive so i didn't this is a, was this a pg-13 it was right uh i didn't even look it probably was though there wasn't that much horror uh let me check imdb yeah pg-13 okay. yeah there wasn't there was little blood uh mostly and you know they throw in the things too i mean just you know she's in the she's in this forest that's supposed to kill you at night and it's supposed to show you weird things that aren't really there and who does she bump into a young japanese teenager in a in a in your stereotypical uh japanese schoolgirl outfit <laughs> right just happens to be wandering the forest in the middle of nowhere at night right nothing doesn't occur to her at all that this may not actually be real and and, and it's just just that same shit. Everybody keeps saying the same thing. Then they ignore everything that happens. There's no suspense whatsoever. Um, and the only thing worse than the, this being a bad film is that there are a lot of negative reviews of people. And this is the whole PC thing. This is the kind of stuff where I had to deal with it when I was uh, when I went back to school at uh, Goddard. Is that you get a lot of people posting? Oh, this is they're slandering the Japanese culture, and this is uh, cultural appropriation, which is a phrase I just fucking adore. Oh, I just, I ju not for the first time, but I just heard, and uh, on the radio, uh, Sirius. Yeah, uh, I have Sirius XM, and I just was happy. I just was flipping through some channels, and that subject came up. Oh, and it was just oh. mind numbing to listen to the to this God, conversation. God, God fucking forbid. <laughs> Somebody from one country does something from another country. Heaven fucking forbid. So you've got all these people on IMDb and other places bitching and whining saying, oh, they're trashing the Japanese culture and they're exploiting it and they're whitewashing it. They're uh, it's like, wait a minute. One white girl goes to, goes to Japan, meets all these Japanese people, goes to a Japanese location, uh, is, is attacked by a Japanese mythology... Uh, and and there's another Japanese film with the same exact story. Is your only problem the fact that there's a white person in it? Because that's really the all you know. It's the, I don't the, know. The, the, it's scary that this is the direction we're headed. This well, is not, not the right podcast for that. Yeah. But if we wanted to get into it a little bit, we're not. Yeah. We're it's, not it's 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 scary times. All I'll say is we're not heading in that direction. There's always a fringe element on either side that's going to pull <coughs> this bullshit because it makes them feel special. Um, that's true. Yeah. If, if the, the one thing this film is not guilty of is cultural appropriation, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, but definitely don't go see it. And, uh, happy I mean, holidays, whatever it's, that is. It's, it's well directed. It's, it's, yeah, it's beautifully directed. I mean, Everything's well directed now. Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> film, and it was and it was directed by uh, Jason Zada, who's uh, previously directed nothing. So <laughs> fresh out of film school, and he, he was able to pull it off. Couple of shorts in there. Uh, three writing credits. I don't even want to look. I didn't even three. I, huh? I, I, mean, I, I glanced through them. They're they're all just uh, yeah. You know, we did this, and you know, uh, some TV show credits and directed video credits and stuff. But eh, yeah, nothing special. The biggest sell to the film is the fact that the actress was in uh, Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Which which I didn't know until I read about it. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, really? Because I've never seen the show and never will. She gets naked in Game of Thrones. Well, maybe I'll take a look. 
I like her. But, She's uh, cute. I mean, but other than that, not, I could yeah, give but, a shit about it, what she does film wise. Not really much else to mention. Everything that's in the trailer is uh, like that we we looked at, like the the Viewmaster and mm. the uh, and and how the was ending, that? Was that ridiculous? Yeah, well, it was just. It's like if, if I if I hadn't seen it in the trailer, it would have been even more ridiculous. <laughs> At least I was waiting for it because it's like, oh, okay, this is the Viewmaster scene. And uh, if you go back and watch the trailer, last scene of the film in the trailer. Oh come on, really? Oh yeah, but don't worry, it's not ruining anything for you because the film kind of telegraphs everything 15 minutes in advance and every 15 minutes until you leave the theater. Yeah, no, 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 two c- couple of good. What the fuck? Couple of good jokes. What were the jokes? There were no jokes. Man, I don't get it. Why? Why do they continually put the the ending in the trailers? Uh, well, because they don't care. I had a conversation uh, just recently uh, about the Hateful Eight, and uh, I haven't seen it yet. And the person I had the conversation with, they hadn't seen it yet either. And they were saying to me, "says You know, the trailer for the Hateful Eight doesn't really look that good." And I told him, I said, listen, you have to understand a couple of things. I go, one, it's a Tarantino film. Uh, with that said, it's going to have a lot of dialogue. That's a given. And I said, two, there's eight people. You know, there's eight, the hateful eight. There's, there's eight people shacked up in this cabin, or nine if you count um, the, the woman, I said, there's a lot of things that are going on. There's a lot of pots boiling. There's going to be a lot of, not twists, but there's going to be a lot of things that are going to lead up to other things. And if they show you that in the trailer, you're going to know too much. So they have to condense this trailer Mm. as best they can. Like, if you watch the trailer, and even if you slow-mo it, you know, or pause frame it, yeah, you might be able to tell, okay, that's that person, that's that person... But you don't actually ever really see anything because it, it could give something away. So that's why I told him, I go, that's right. why the trailer stinks because they, and, they don't want to give anything away. And, and Tarantino and like, is very good at that. And, and like most films that I'm interested in seeing in advance, I haven't even seen the trailer. Don't want to. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did see a trailer for it and I left it at, oh, at watching and, it one time. And uh, they played about half a dozen trailers at the beginning. Uh, the Boy, which we covered last episode, that's gonna yeah. that, they played that trailer. Oh, uh, a couple other horror, um, the, the sequel to The Conjuring, Snore. And Great. did you know they made a sequel to Olympus Has Fallen? No. <laughs> Apparently, that movie did well enough where they said, "Hey, let's do another one." Oh, and do it, it, it it actually did very well. Uh, How if, have you seen that movie? F- the foreign market. I think have, it did. Have, I think it did a hundred million here in the U.S. or close oh. to it, and then I think it did. You'd have to look it up to be sure. Um, well, but I think worldwide, it made over two hundred million, and it cost fifty. Uh, well, well, the the sequels London is has fallen. <laughs> London Bridge is falling oh my, down. Oh falling my down. God! Yeah, think I, they're gonna I, have the I, London was... Bridge song in there. <laughs> I could. I was. It was the. It was the biggest jump scare of the night for me. Because <laughs> it starts off and it's the same actors. I'm like, no, no. Gerard Butler's can't. in it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck. This isn't a sequel. To, oh, yes, it is. God He's in another it. movie. Uh, it's like a Gods and Titans type film or something like that. 
and he's like he's basically Leonidas from 300 and I saw a trailer for that um where I saw it on I, I saw it on Dark Horizons cuz I go to that site every now and again and, and the I, Huntsman there's a sequel to that now too oh the Snow White movie Snow White and the Huntsman yeah really I think it's a sequel it's the Huntsman uh something or other I cannot wait until this whole adult fairy tale shit has fucking run its course because I am done with it. <laughs> I mean, oh. I'm not watching any of this stuff. Mare wanted to watch Maleficent. I watched not, it. Nope, it, not it, gonna happen. It 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 was okay. Not gonna happen. Not, not gonna. gonna ha- <laughs> and 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 what, what's his name? Uh, Thor. Um, the actor. Oh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris, Hemsworth. please fucking stop making films for a year or two. Just stop. Every fucking action, every fantasy action, he, he's the huntsman in this movie. Yeah, yeah okay, then it is a sequel, because he was in yeah, the first I, film. I'm just, I'm done. So is it just him, no Snow White? No, it's, it's just, like, there's like three, there's an ice queen, and there's a, uh, there's a warrior, and there's like a wizard, and it's like all bull, it's like fucking Narnia exploded, it's, it's just done. <laughs> Can't take it anymore, please. Thank you, thank you, Peter Jackson, for starting this fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah, uh, but he, here's the here's the thing, Peter Jackson started it, and it could have gone in a really cool direction. Uh, we could be having like really really great films, but we're not. No, but we're not. So no. I mean, so it is his fault. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> I I would rather go back and finish watching Hansel and Gretel before I watch this one. <laughs> I still haven't watched that yet. I watched the first half hour, and, it, and uh, for some reason, it's, I stopped. <laughs> but, uh, Did you um, not hate it, or you hated it? No, it's horrible, but I was oh, enjoying it. Oh, it's horrible, it. I was, okay. It was, but it knows it's horrible. It's one of those bad movies where, yeah, you know what, this is a piece of shit. We're just going to fucking pull the stops. It's like, yeah, I can handle this. I'm all right. I think so. that's the last MacGuffin download I, I that was ever made. <laughs> they beat his door down. <laughs> it's like, that's it. This is the last straw. <laughs> Poor bastard. Uh, but uh, but that that's my capsule review for that. I'm gonna try to watch another uh, at least one January release next week and review that uh, as well. I'll try to keep it short. Okay. Uh, but we need to devote our time to the Oscars, which yes. has been announced. Absolutely. Now, uh, you're gonna go. You're gonna announce. You're gonna go down the list and, and announce all the titles. But um, just in advance, I just want to mention that uh, you said you have only seen two of the best pictures that they announced out of eight. Correct. I've only seen two. And I, and, and uh, same here so far. So we're we're tied at the moment. But you've seen two. No, haven't haven't you seen three? No. Oh no, I've you've seen... seen two, but you've seen two different ones. We've I've only seen, one, w- different seen yeah. one different one. That's right. Right. So, okay. but after you, sir, you you uh, take take right. the helm. So I'm just gonna announce all the nominees, and then we're gonna talk That's about just, them I, individually. You know, you do one at a time. Just announce them one at a time. Oh sure. All right. Yeah, First film is uh, The Big Short. Yes. That one was uh, announced today. This is an Adam McKay film. Anyone who doesn't know Adam McKay, he's the guy that directed the film uh, Step Brothers, uh, the Anchorman movies. Uh, he did um, Ricky Bobby. Uh, pretty much everything. I'm surprised Will Ferrell isn't in this because Will Ferrell has been in, I believe, everything he's done. Uh, I mean, he could be in this. I, I haven't actually looked at the, the cast listing, but he's not one of the big names uh, for the big short. Now, this is a film that now, they uh, if I, if I can, presumptuously if I can dubbed 
dramedy because it's a drama right. with comedic elements to it. Right. And I wanted to, I just wanted to say like one of the big things difference is that all the other films you talked about and his previous direct directorials have uh, been uh, comedies. They're all straight out comedies. Right. So this is like a departure for him in Which is interesting uh, because the first time he does it, he gets nominations everywhere. Yeah. Like, well, apparently like it's a good Christian film. Bale is nominated for I believe best supporting. I think it's best supporting. Um, but Everyone in it is supposed to be stellar, supposed to be well written, supposed to be well acted, well directed. It's it's a big surprise uh, for me. I mean, as anyone that's been following the nominations up until today, they're not surprised that it was nominated at all. Apparently, because it's supposed right. to be really really good. Yeah, and it's on my list. I want to see. It. I loved the trailer, and the topic is interesting. At least to me, it's it's about a bunch of guys that that took on uh, Wall Street or the ba- banks yep. during the whole housing bubble that and they I believe fucked up Christian, everything. Christian Bale is a scumbag who made millions of dollars uh, during the housing bubble. It's like, I'm mm-hmm. all over that. <laughs> <laughs> like, for like for, for real. I'm, I'm all over it. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it, it's, it's, uh, it's, a good, it's, it's good to come out. And I, I like the fact it's coming out in an election year, too, because I think it's very important yeah. uh, from a, an adult standpoint. A uh, lot of great actors, and I, I, you know, I dig, I dig seeing uh, Carell in roles that aren't straight serious, where they're serious enough, but he still has that, you know, just humor involved. Yep. I, I think with Carell, even in a serious role, there has to be a humorous element that he can loose, let loose on, because otherwise, there's, it's just, you're too used to that. I can't. Yeah, no, I, I, I do, I do enjoy him in serious roles, or but, like a role like this where it's like half serious. Yeah, yeah, not 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 like a fox chaser, whatever the hell. Like get, you know, get smart was. <laughs> it it is what it it was what it was. Yeah, it, uh, it, but yeah, fox catcher. I mean, he was hailed for that, and the movie was too. And I thought it was boring acting, as shit. Yeah, yeah, he he oh, he he. And he I am it. not one to complain about a movie being boring. I don't oh, it, welcome it, but I do mm. not complain. That movie went nowhere for it's two just, fucking hours. Yeah, sometimes you, just, need, sometimes you need a little bit more than a character study. Just a little bit more. Oh, man. Just the DuPont tad. story is was so much better than that movie was. Mm-hmm. It really was. I mean, ugh, I don't know. It could have been so much better. Now, but it, it's... With all the surprises for the Big Short being nominated, uh, and it's it's up for uh, what is it Best Picture, and uh, like uh, again, like you said, uh, Best Supporting Role Christian Bale. Oh, he was and, Best uh, Supporting. So, okay. Yeah, and and a couple others, I think. Um, right. I didn't I look believe. too much. Yeah. Hold on, actress in a supporting. <clears throat> I don't. Anomalisa gonna... film. Everyone thought that that was going to get nominated for Best Picture, but it didn't. It ended up getting nominated for Best Animated Feature Film, which right. it will probably win. There yeah. is a Pixar film. There is a Pixar film. Oh, not going there, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like we're not my... there. So we're not going there, Scott, so shut up. That's why I talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's really... You know what? What? The Big Short really isn't nominated anywhere else. I, I don't think it's going to win. I think it was just nominated because it's a good film, but mm. I don't think it's it's going to win. Yeah, I'm looking at everything. 
Yeah. Now, uh, so not much to say on that, really. What's next? Uh, next film. Uh, the next film that was announced, Bridge of Spies, with Tom Hanks. Uh, yeah. So, you know, another Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. Um, inspired by true events. No, another film. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, they have a theme this year, and we'll get to it as we do all the movies. There's so, a few movies it, it, that are based on true stories, inspired by true events. Right. You know, this, usually this, those this, end up coming out in January. Films inspired <laughs> by this bridge that there's spies on or going across. Or, I have no idea what this movie's about, other than it, it has to deal with spies uh, during, I believe, this is like a KGB. The whole yeah, the whole thing's I, negotiation. Sure. Yeah, the whole thing is a negotiation to get spies back from from uh, Soviet Union. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, just I, I, again, I don't know the details either, so I'm really kind of generalizing there. I'm sure uh, any synopsis you looked up would be a bit more specific. Well, uh, I mean, it's Spielberg. He's yeah, like him or like him or not, he's usually you know thrown out a, a solid film. Uh, honestly, this this kind of like Cold War espionage shit bores the hell out of me. Just because I'm oh, not yeah. into history. Oh, yeah. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, I, I couldn't get through it. I, I haven't even tried. I, I actually want I, to I, because it's I, a I accident. Did, but. I did try, and I just I fell asleep every time. Probably not because of the movie, just because I was genuinely tired, but it's not uh, the right film to watch at 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. It just... Yeah. I, I got to watch that at like 1 in the afternoon. Everyone's taking a nap, and I don't nap because I can't do it, but... That's that's when I have to watch that film. I'm sure it's interesting, but it just and this is I mean this is one of those films where I see the trailer and I get the feeling that like this was made it's like it's an Oscar it's it's made to be an Oscar film. Right. Okay. You know? So here's like, the the short synopsis of it. It's during the Cold War, an American lawyer is recruited to defend an arrested Soviet spy in court and then help the CIA facilitate an exchange of the spy. For the Soviet captured American U 2 spy plane pilot, Francis Gary Powers. I'm so, on board. Right. So, yeah. So, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's like law and order. But apparently, yeah. you know, it, it's. Oh, I'm sure it's, it's nominated. Good. You know, there's yeah. eight films. I, the last time there was eight films, I think, was three years ago. They've never hit ten. The first year was the first year that it, it had nine. They're just, and it's all based on voting. If there isn't enough votes, the film can't be nominated. Right. So I, there could have been a ninth and a tenth film, like The Hateful Eight. Probably yeah. was. I don't know if they ever released the the actual numbers for the voting, but I bet it was really close to being nominated. I, if we're going to talk about that very briefly, I, I I think that like, with all the attention Tarantino got with his last two films, right. this film wasn't supposed to be anything big. You know, probably what I mean? not even I think, for I, him. He just wanted yeah. to make a fun, you know, western spaghetti western type movie. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I really get the feeling. And there was the whole thing where where somebody had leaked the screenplay uh, years ago, and he said, "Oh, you know, I'm not going to do it then, because you know, because fuck you, I have lots <laughs> of projects to do." And then next thing you know, it's like, "Well, I'm doing it anyway." And uh, I, I, I just really get the, it's just a movie. I, I, it's, it's, it's just a movie. 
Right. A good, probably a good film. I want to see it. I'm going to go see it, but it's just a movie. Mm-hmm. Bridge of Spies. It's, you've got all the, oh, it's a Spielberg film. Tom Hanks is in it. it. Everything that gives like the Oscar audience a hard on is in this movie. Oh, it's based right. on a true story. It's a period piece. There's, uh, you know, t- it's got political stuff in it. It's intrigue. Uh, it's so adult. I just want to like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just makes I, you want to watch Mad Max again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because you just want to watch something fun. Right. So, I mean, it's probably a good contender for Best Picture, but I think, I don't know, Tom Hanks has so much under his, his well, belt in we, Spielberg. We haven't got, well, yeah, we haven't gotten to the Best Director category yet. Uh, we'll breeze through that. You know, yeah. The best Pictures is what we're going to take our time on. But, and I always say this every year, I don't think you agree with me totally, but the five Best Director nominees in my opinion, usually give you a pretty good idea of what right. the five mo- best pictures would have been if there was still five. More or less, yeah. Yeah, you could say I mean, that. you got a, but, couple, a couple of times, you know, it's like, okay, I could see but, that not, but this is, and then whatever. Honestly, so, one, one of the reasons they expanded the, the best pictures scene wasn't uh, because there were just too many good films. The first couple of years, they did it prove that fucking wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's because they, they want... I think they're trying to break up this whole... Well, the director obviously is going to get Best Picture. And by putting more films in the Best Picture, they do kind of break up the odds where it's not as likely... Uh, that it's, it's not as, like, sewn shut that if you win Best Director, the, you know, we can go to bed early because we know what Best Picture was. So I think that's uh, one reason for that. For, for a long time, you're right, for a long time, Best Director got Best Picture. Right. There was so only this- a handful... There was only a handful of times right. where it didn't happen. Uh, Saving Private Ryan was one of them, which was a huge shocker because Spielberg got director and then he didn't get picture. They gave it to Shakespeare in Love, which but was the him. wrong choice. No. Free, but still, fuck him. No. Um, the other time was uh, Warren Beatty won Best Director for, um, was it Reds? Hey, Tracy. Reds. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Reds. I think that was the name you of the sh- film. You sure it's not Dick Tracy? Pretty sure it was Dick Tracy. Okay. Uh, he got Best Director for Reds. And then uh, what ended up winning Best Picture there? Was it Ordinary People? I think it was Ordinary uh, People. I think so. I think so. Which I, I, I just watched last year. and I, uh, I never got around to it. I'm I still up haven't. I still it's, haven't it's watched it. Damn, I, it. damn good movie. Yeah. yeah. And you want to talk about uh, like a character-driven movie that's not boring? That's a good fucking movie. And it's all talking. You know, it's just people. I, what is that? I, I want to read the book now that I've, I've seen the movie. It's, it's, it's really that good. I highly recommend it. Yeah, it was Reds, and he won Best Director, and uh, Ordinary People won Best Picture. Oh, it deserved it. That, that movie is phenomenal. Yeah. I've never seen Reds, but... Oh, I, I've seen bits of it. I don't, I... That year, that year, it was... I think it was only the second time it ever happened, or it might have been the first time it ever happened. It was like this huge uproar. It was like, I can't believe that it didn't win Best Picture. He won Best Director. That's how the whole, if he's the Best Director, how come he didn't get the Best Picture argument came to be? Which, you know, whenever they nominate a Best Picture and not the director that directed it, uh, probably the most famous one being... um, uh, Barbara Streisand and the film she did... um, with Gentle? Nick Nolte, no Nick Nolte, it was uh, oh, the 
ocean or water. Thing was around the, yeah, they're standing on the docks. Yeah. The fuck King, was that? Like, King, uh, Prince of Tides. Prince of Wales. Prince of Tides. That's Prince it. Prince of Tides. That's it. Yeah. I was thinking ocean, yeah. but that was close. Yeah, was, she didn't get yeah. nominated for Best Director, and they made a big fucking deal about that. They actually made jokes about it that night, saying, oh, yeah, Barbara Streisand, this is the Best Picture nominee. It's just like, enough. All right, we get it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But yeah, I think I feel the two reasons that they they expanded that slot was one to try to break up the whole director gets the best picture thing, and two because of Avatar, they needed an excuse yeah. to squeeze pieces of sh- giant shit like that in there just because it was pretty and everybody fucking loved it supposedly. Right. So, as a matter of fact, one of the funniest videos that does that with best director, best picture, uh, is with Steven Spielberg. It's back in '77. Uh, uh, when the, the nominees for... He's he's watching it on TV or listening to it on the radio, and they nominate Jaws for Best Picture, but they don't nominate him for Best Director. Uh-huh. And Vincent Spinelli, or whatever, the guy that was from Star Crash, the villain? Yeah. Because uh, he, he was friends with Coppola, and Coppola's friends with Spielberg, and Lucas, and De Palma. They're all buddies. So he's hanging out with Spielberg in like the hotel room, and he gives this little mini speech on one knee about how Spielberg goes, how do they nominate Jaws without <laughs> nominating Spielberg for Best Director? How could it not be the Best Picture without the Best Director? Did it direct itself? <laughs> look, look for it on YouTube. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. All right, let's move on to the next movie. <laughs> Uh, Brooklyn. You got the film Brooklyn, which, let me tell you something. This film, my wife is so happy this film is nominated for Best Picture because she gets to make me watch it. Uh. (laughs) Because this is not a film I normally would be watching. No. I'm just just not interested in Mm. this. But this is a film right up my wife's alley. And she actually wanted to watch it a couple of weeks ago, and I talked her out of it. And we ended up watching watching The Revenant instead. <laughs> I said, listen, I go, odds are, and at the time I was hoping I was wrong, I go, odds are it's going to get nominated for Best Picture, and Scott, Scott and I are going to have to review it anyway. And she she bought into that. Um, and then you lost like, because it was nominated. Yeah, I told her today. I go, yeah, we have to, we got we to gotta watch Brooklyn because it's nominated. And she's like, yay. She just texted me back. I'm like, wonderful. So yeah, this is not a film I'm interested in at all. But my so wife is all yeah. over this. So in, uh, an Irish immigrant comes to uh, Brooklyn in the 1950s, falls in love, and then goes back with home an, again? With an Italian boy. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's torn with having to go back to Ireland for whatever. It's some stupid family reason. I don't know. Potatoes yeah, are I, dying, maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> Was that racist? Um the potato You're family. Italian. It can't be racist. <laughs> so Mary's like, oh, it's, you know, because she's Irish, I'm Italian. She's like, oh, it's kind of like us. I go, it's nothing like us. I go, you could stop it. <laughs> you don't have to go back to Ireland. Uh, I don't I, I don't talk like this. Oh, all right. So oh. it's, it's I, there's really no, it's, she's Irish, she's Italian. That's it. That's where the line, that's it. That's where the line is. It's it's not anything else. But, um, and, and, and I, from what I understand, she has she's torn with going back and then staying back there or is she going to come back here which you know she fucking is it's not a true story it's based on a novel 
guaranteed she comes back here. It's it's going to sound a little shallow, but um, Nick Hornby uh, did the adaptation uh, to screenplay, and I, I'm not a Nick Hornby fan. I just what I'm else just has not. he done? Uh, Nick Hornby. That's um. I don't know uh, the fuck that is. Oh come on! It's uh. Don't come on me. I don't know what the fuck that is. <sighs> exactly. Hornby sounds familiar because fucking eight thousand other people have that last name. Um, ignore me. I will. Okay, let's move on. I'm, no, I, I, I actually for, for a split second I confused. Um, no, no, I, I didn't confuse. Are you thinking I, Nicholas I, Sparks? Don't tell me you're thinking Nicholas no, Sparks. No, no, Nick, Nick, Nick Hornby. I know that motherfucker I, because I you can't get away right. from that prick. He, he Nick Hornby. Uh, uh, John Cusack, High Fidelity. About a boy, oh. that shit. Oh, that guy. Yeah, remember his other, other, uh, the other Oscar film, and Education, that piece of shit. Oh, same guy. Yeah, same guy, and I, I, I feel about, I, I really feel like I'm gonna like this film as much as I liked an Education, which I did. <laughs> I fucking hated that movie. Yeah, that was a bad Oscar year. That was, that was one of. The I bad think ones. one of your tweets, or maybe even said it on the show, uh, the last time we did the Oscars for that year, you said, "Yeah, I'm just waiting for the other shoot a foot, uh, the other shoot a foot, the other shoot a fall." And you know what? I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Fucking cares. Uh, so. But yeah, but, um, but that's. Uh, now this girl, this girl, she was in uh, last year's uh, now, film by, that was by, nominated for by, Best Picture. By this girl, I think you mean the actress, which is. So Sayors Ronan. Just so to see. Yeah. yeah, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably pronounced like Sorcy or something. I don't know. Anyway. She was in uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. She played the love yeah. interest for the bellboy. She had uh -huh. a very small part. But her Irish brogue is so fucking thick. Uh, I don't know. Could barely understand her in that. You understood her enough that it wasn't a big deal. And in this, she's you know, playing flat-out Irish girl. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe well, it's good, maybe it's not. I don't know. And just, just to play the political standpoint... Immigration's a big issue this, uh, you know, for a while now, uh, especially now with uh, Trump and all these other pe crazy people, and uh, so immigration, immigration stories. But this uh, type of immigration, nobody cares about this type of immigration. But it, but it harkens. They only care back about one right. type of yeah. immigration. But it harkens back to all immigration and how, well, yeah. how many different. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's got that in it. I, honestly, I even though Nick Hornby just adapted it from a novel. I really don't care for Nick Hornby, and this just seems like such a chick flick, and I just couldn't care less. This is going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough I'm week. We need. I'm what did we I'm pair that one with? Spotlight. Uh, no, not Spotlight. We paired it with The Big Short. I forget that. I forget. I'm trying to remember what we paired it with. I think we paired it with The Big Short because they're both New York movies. That's right. You 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 made that decision, and I I said that was that was cool. Or my suggestion was was put, put it with room, right? Right, because they're both filmed with uh, you know strong strong female, female leads. Well, you could also do yeah. the same thing with Mad Max because Charlize Theron. You can't get a stronger female lead but, than that. But I did that because I wanted to pair Mad Max with Revenant. 
Uh, you did. But I wanted to pair Mad Max with The Martian because they're both like big special I, effects, but spectacle. Now we're getting ahead of you. But now we're getting ahead of you. <laughs> in the film. So let's move on from Brooklyn because we both don't want to see it because we're both big bigot, uh, male chauvinist bigots. Yeah. And move on to, to what's the next Mad one? Max. Which is what <laughs> all male Fury chauvinist Road. bigots want to see, whether or not it has a strong female lead. Let me tell you something. I think we talked about it a little bit uh, when we went to go see it. It was my birthday. Scott shows up at my door. He uh, just rings the bell like a madman. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, I do that everywhere. <laughs> my mother loves that. Yeah, yeah I bet she does. So, And I'm like, I'm looking at Mary. I'm like, are you expecting somebody? Because Mary and I were just supposed to go to dinner. We weren't even supposed to go see a movie. We were just going to go to dinner. And uh, it's like, I'm like, that is motherfucking annoying. Why is my bell ringing like this? And I go to the door, and there is Scott for my birthday. I'm like, whoa. Uh, they surprised me with dinner, and then they surprised me with Mad Max. There were there was only two movies I, w I needed to see in a movie theater uh, this past summer, and it was Mad Max and The Avengers, and I got to see both in a movie theater. And... Uh, this movie did not disappoint. Even way back in June, I and here's the crazy thing: I never, when I watched it, I never thought, "Oh yeah, this will get nominated for Best Picture." But oh, apparently, no. but apparently, not only did it get nominated for Best Picture, and I know we're going to talk about this later, but George Miller gets nominated for Best Director too. I mean, mm -hmm. that that's this movie struck a chord with the right people. Well, and it got this, nominated. This is an Avatar film. Yeah, but Best Director too, though. But I, all I'm saying is that if it was only five nominations, Mad Max doesn't make the cut. I don't know, man. There, I don't think it wins Best Picture, but I think it gets. I think it makes it. For the no, and that's I think that's why they broadened again. This is why they broadened the five to ten maximum, is to get films like this in that, that normally would not be considered to, for an Oscar, but they but. You want to put it in there because passing I, it up is almost obvious. I want to say that The Martian is your avatar. That would That's my no. guess. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 because Mad Max is, is, is an exploitation film. It's an action film. It's a straight action film. There's nothing really redeeming about it as, as film besides entertainment. It's an entertaining film. Artistic-wise, yeah, it's there, but every, every Oscar films usually have some weight to them. Uh, as far as uh, importance, either culturally or uh, biographically or historically, this right. has none of that. It's a post-apocalyptic action film. This only it's, gets into this only gets an Oscar nom when you have more than five. This has made everyone's top ten list. Yes, for, it's yeah, but everyone's top ten list. But, but but that doesn't make it an Oscar film. Just like Avatar made so many fucking lists. That doesn't make it an Oscar film. In the case of Avatar, Avatar had a script that was a piece of shit. With Mad Max, <laughs> I only, I, I only, I only, I only uh, discredit Mad Max because the ending sucked. Uh, but other than that, it's a great uh, film. I don't think it sucked as much as you did. did no, no, but no, 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 yeah. no. I, I don't. Here, the, let me, let me put it this way. I didn't mind the ending as much as you did. Yeah, I, I'm much. I'm much more content with the ending than you were no, or will well, ever and be. And you're wrong. It's okay. I'm. <laughs> why? Uh, all right. We're not going to get into tomato, but, tomato. So we're not going to do that. 
Let's not. Tomato. It's tomato. Tomato. Oh, okay. Been wrong all my life. Well, I mean, again, we both agree it's a great film. We loved it. Oh, yeah. I, all, I'm, all I'm saying is it's definitely not going to win. And if there's five nominees, it doesn't make the list because it's, you know, it's like a horror film making the Oscars. It's like, you know. And again, I say that about films I do like. Remember the first year they did it with Avatar also was um, the ninth. Nine. District 9. Yeah. Again, five nominations, no way that's making the cut. A sci-fi action film? Yeah, there's, you know, it was a bit deeper than that, but they're not nominating that when they only have five choices. That's why they broadened the range. So I'm glad it made it, and, you know, hopefully he has a stab at Best Director, but at, but Best Picture, no. It's just there because it's good. I'd love it if it won, to be oh, honest. Oh, sure. Oh, it would be... <laughs> now, I haven't uh, seen everything else yet. I haven't seen everything else yet. But I genuinely, just watching it in the theater, just love that fucking movie the entire way. I right. mean, it was just, it was fucking balls out from the like the, the very opening of the movie. It mm-hmm. did, did not stop until the end. I mean, that's, yeah. that is a clear-cut example, perfect right. example of that movie. Now, the next film is... The next movie is The Martian. Now, when you said before that The Martian was the avatar for this season, for this year, I totally disagree, only because The Martian has those elements that Oscars do like. First of all, with the one person acting for most of it, it really has, you know... know, uh, Now, I haven't seen this yet either, so maybe next week I agree with you. It, it well it, again. It's it's got Matt Damon uh, like and it's not a solo role because it goes a lot of back and forth and stuff. But he spends okay. a lot of time acting alone, and that's always a good good thing. And then you've got uh, even though it's supposed to be the future, you're still dealing with um, a basically American institution and these you know the whole idea of science pursuit and morality involved in science and it, it it's all it's 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 all in there. It really is. So okay. I mean, I I don't think it's going to win either. Although I will say, it beats the fucking shit out of gravity. <laughs> and I like the fact that the last three sp- space films that I've seen, big budget space films, uh-huh. out of the three of them, two of them were actually good. Gravity being the odd man out. What was it? Was this one? And what was the other space film? The the time travel with. Uh, oh uh, yeah. Um... Trans- Interstellar. 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 Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I, my mind always wants to put a T in front of it. But yeah, Interstellar. I, I really enjoyed I thought, Interstellar. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. Gravity can fuck itself. So, <laughs> but Martians, ten times better than that, but not going to win. Okay. And you will enjoy it. It is a good film. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I got a chance I, to see it. I, I've been meaning to get the book on audio tape because... The fuck I have time to read anymore these days. I forget. I, I I have a friend who read it. I forget who told me this, but they said that the first line of the of the book Chris, is Christian Wolner. Oh, it's Chris Wolner. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The first line of the book is "I'm fucked." Yeah. And automatically, I want to read that. And yeah. <laughs> and from what I understand, this is the author's first crack at a novel, and he isn't a writer. Uh, not practicing anyway, but he wanted to write something and he didn't expect it to get anywhere near this popular. Some shit mm-hmm. like that. That's um, cool. Every, every real writer's nightmare to hear about some guy just wanting to write something and then next thing you know, it's Best Picture nominee, makes $200 <laughs> million. <dollars. laughs> uh, I, I, I wish him the best. Fuck him. 
but yeah, I want to anyway. get this on audio tape because I, I drive an hour. Now, it should be a 20-minute drive, but I live in the fucking northeast. So everything takes four times as long as it should. I'm easily two hours of traffic every day. I can. Yep. I should get everything on audiobook and just knock out three, four books a week. For real. I would Like, honestly. Yeah. I would if my commute wasn't like 12 steps. I would do the same thing. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, for real. I, I should cancel my Sirius XM subscription. And you know I should just I, throw tons I'm of shit work. on my iPod. I'm at work right now. Are you now? Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> uh, all right, so. But Mar- yeah, but Martian, good movie, not going to win. I don't think so either. Ridley Scott, which, you know what? He's hit or miss. He's usually miss. But yeah. from what I understand, he did a phenomenal job with this yeah. movie. Yeah, ho- yeah, holy shit. A Ridley Scott film that I enjoyed? <laughs> My God. Yeah. All right, moving on. The next nominee is The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio, which he, and we are going to get to it, this is his fucking year. Yeah. I, I it's, this is that. his year. He's been nominated too many times. His performance in this, his performance in this is fantastic. Uh, now, could I even be a sweep because Tom Hardy is a best supporting actor for this movie. Now I haven't seen this yet. Now, uh, first time I saw anything about this film is uh, I, Holly and I were at the theater. I forget what film we were going to see. I think it was, I don't remember. Uh, I think it was Mission Impossible. <laughs> I, I okay. could be wrong. And uh, they showed the trailer for this, and it's a three-minute trailer. With like no dialogue, just people grunting in the forest. And that's basically the whole movie. There is right. very little right. dialogue in this so, movie. Three minutes of this trailer of just like the trees, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, like cold. Whistling. Yeah, and no no dialogue. And Holly turns to me and says, the one thing I'm not expecting, I want to see that. So what the fuck? What? <laughs> what? Really? So... You know, it's on the list. It was already on my list to watch anyway. Um, but it's directed I'm, by Alejandro or Inarato, the guy that did Birdman last year. Right. Uh, so it's now, got a lot of that kind of stylized directing. You know, the it's sure. not Birdman, obviously, but it's got that style. You feel but, it. Yeah, but he's not going to win twice in a row. No. No. They might give him director, though for this but we'll uh, get to it they when might we talk split about directing. it yeah yeah so it, it looks good uh i'm from what you say i'm gonna love it but the and leonardo dicaprio will probably get best actor for it from what it sounds like i but, don't know if you'll love it i really liked it but you could you might go either way on this one well, there isn't yeah, a lot of dialogue but there is a lot of other things to carry our, this movie instead of dialogue. our, our barometer is usually around 95 percent, so it, oh, there's yeah. a good chance well if it wasn't, this would be a very different show. You know, except for the occasional, like, it, I think mainly sci-fi films is where we draw, where we differ. Like, uh, Fifth Element, Gravity. That is the one area where we both diverge. Yeah, I mean, you hated Gravity. I, I yes. liked it. You know? No. You loathe the Fifth Element. I yes. liked it. No. <laughs> uh, but it's not every time on sci-fi, but you're right. That category, definitely there is a line in the sand. Uh, mm-hmm. visible line in the sand that has been drawn uh, between us for that one. Dune. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I know it has its faults, so I just can't help but like it. I know. I, I, I feel the same way about certain things. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, this, 
I, we haven't seen it yet. We'll be reviewing it, but I haven't seen it yet. We'll be reviewing it, but it's ne- not next win. week. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll announce. We're gonna announce the the films that we're gonna review. Right. Yes, we're so gonna review next? all eight. All right, next film is Room. The Room. No, just Room. You're right. Nope, room. Just Sorry. Room. Just Room. <laughs> the reason why it's not called The Room is for very good reason. Well, because that's <laughs> the name of the book. Oh, it is. Now, was this yeah. book written before? Uh. What's his face uh, did the room? No, but it, it it's just it's has no bearing on it whatsoever. It was not it wasn't influenced by that in the least. It's about a, a a woman kidnapped and trapped in a room and like giving birth and raising a child. Right. You know. Um, and no, it, and no surprise in the trailer you 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 do see that they escape. That's part of the storyline. It's part of the trailer. There's no spoiler right, there. Right, not the ending. Right. Yeah. Now, um, uh, the, the book did gangbusters. Everyone loved it. So it was uh, it was it was a shoe in to become a movie. Um, They're already giving this Oscar to Brie Larson. That's the talk. I don't know. The last time I agree they with it. Like that, I haven't yeah, seen the, it, but but the last time they talked like that was when um, uh, I forget. Every time, the only time it's actually pan, it happens every now and then. Like the seven-year-old gets the Oscar, but the last few times that it's been like, well, oh, it's Brie Larson happened. is Brie Larson is the mother, not the kid. Oh, never mind then. I thought you said it was the kid. Isn't <laughs> no. the kid up? The kid's up for it too, though, right? For, uh, I, I, did, I did not think the kid was, but I'll, I have it uh, in front of me. Let me look real quick. No, no. Everybody was saying she would be. That's all. She's not. Best actor in a supporting role? No, the kid no, is not let's, up. Let's just forget I was talking for the past couple minutes and you, you continue. <laughs> uh, but, but yes. Um, the, the, now, this isn't, in, uh, like you said, it's a novel, but. With the Amanda Berry, uh, uh, the story that happened with that, a real-life story where she was kidnapped, put in a room for, what, 12 yep. years or some shit like that? Uh, two other two inspired. other women, yeah, two other women were kidnapped. One of them uh, ended up having a kid with this guy. Uh, so, yes, it is inspired. So, it does resonate uh, with a lot and, of people. And this shit, so, it, it's been happening for a while now. Uh, it's a, yeah. it's it's not a new thing, you know. There there's, it, cap, capturing women and putting them in a secret room in your house, not a new thing. Not a new thing. Not a new um, thing. So, it this one, this one from this what I understand is hard to watch. It's winning best picture. I'm predicting now. You're predicting it. I'm yeah, predicting. Hey, now. you know what? The the low budget indie style film is very popular amongst uh, Oscars. Yeah. It's due. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll watch yeah. them all, and and we'll we'll make our. Well, I'll make a decision. But um, did did we pick last year's? I think we did, right? What Birdman? Birdman. I I think we. You know what? I don't think I did pick Birdman. I have the old ballot. Um, as a matter of fact, I do have it right here. I think I picked. Um, what did I pick last year? It's sad that I have this. Uh, picture. Oh no! Wow, this one here. This is the ballot from when you got drunk. That's why I never <laughs> threw it away. <laughs> uh yes. 
Uh, anyway, I don't think I picked Birdman, even though I wanted Birdman. I think I picked something else. I don't remember what sure I was Birdman. nominated last year. I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this movie, uh, maybe it will get nominated or win Best Picture. But I have a feeling that Spotlight, I believe that's the next one coming up. Yep. This is a good segue. Spotlight. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it's almost like you planned it. It was almost like I planned it. Um, and if you hadn't said anything, we would have thought you did. Yeah. Uh, Spotlight, I do believe that this film, is, without seeing anything, will probably end up winning Best Picture. I've read too many, too many things about how it's considered a classic already, timeless. Whenever it's on, I have to watch it. I, I I'm gonna watch it multiple times. It just it has that that feel to it, almost like a like the like network, you know, where it's uh-huh. it's good. It's gonna be um, relevant for years and years and years and years. It, it there's no there's no time when it's like okay, this film, uh, this movie's twenty years old. It's showing its age. They're already saying that this film is so masterfully done. I don't know. I got a good feeling about this one winning Best Picture. Now, well, I haven't seen it yet. I'll, I might change my mind, or I might stick with what I've I've just said even more. Now, now I, I am a uh, Tom McCarthy uh, director writer of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm a Tom I am I am a Tom McCarthy fan. He's done some films that I really liked. Uh, he's also done some he's done some films that I didn't care for too much. Uh, the fact that um, I mean. I'm trying to bring up the list because, I mean, uh, eh, you know, he acts in more stuff that I like than anything else. Tom McCarthy? <laughs> yeah, because he's an actor as well. Um, but the, the station agent, uh, that's the one that really kind of like, you know, got him into the mainstream with the, the midget guy. The Game of Thrones guy. Yeah, okay, I know yeah, who this is. Yeah, station agent, which I really liked. Uh, but then he did. Oh like, yeah, uh, <laughs> he was in yeah. 2012. <laughs> yeah, he, he was an actor in 2012. I like that. Uh, Gordon. Uh, <laughs> he went out as a director. He probably appreciated the way his character in that film ended up, but <laughs> you know it was wrong. <laughs> it was um, one of those things like, how else are we going to get these other two back together? <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I still like that movie. I, I do too. I do you know, too. I, I can't even. Um, Spotlight, here's my basic standing on why it's not going to win. Okay. Uh, or, at least, or at least why I don't think it's going to win is that it looks good. You've got a lot of great actors in it. You've got some great mm-hmm. talent behind it. It's getting well reviewed. The topic is stale. I mean, if this had come out 10 years ago, it would be a big deal but finding you know a suspenseful film about how journalists slowly uncovered the fact that the church was covering up child rape is not a new thing and it's it's not like it's like i mean again reporters uncovering a story it's not the president all the president's men i don't know i just something about it it's just like eh, it lacks that spark and you know what? Everything I've read is the complete opposite of what you just said. 
Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, and I haven't seen it yet. So I'm probably. I'm just going off a gut reaction from the trailer. So you know, I've never I, seen the station agent. No, even it, though it's when I saw the trailer for it, I'm a sucker for anything that takes place in New Jersey. Oh, I thought you were about to say with little people. All right. Um, <laughs> no, for real. If a movie takes place in New Jersey, if a film has a scene that's supposed to happen in New Jersey and it's, you know, it's an, you know, it's an, in, it's an intricate part of the story or, in, you know, I, I, I'm, I have a soft spot. What this, what is this? this, this, this. Uh, I, I have a soft spot for it. I really do. So when I saw it and I saw that it was in New Jersey and rural New Jersey, uh, which I love, I'd love to fucking move out of here and just go somewhere up fucking North Jersey for real. <laughs> it'd take me two hours to get to work, but it'd be worth it. What? R- rural Jersey? I thought rural Jersey was like South Jersey. You no, hit more ro- farms and stuff when you go like South or go North on the border of New York state. It's oh, yeah, all but, rural up there. Yeah, Ramapos yeah, and uh, the Milford, West Milford, yeah, and and Warwick, New York. It's all rural. Yeah, but that's because it's practically New York State. But it's still most of that is in New Jersey. That's why it's rural. Uh, I don't know where this takes place. I don't know if this is North Jersey or South Jersey. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe you'll recognize one of the priests. You never know. Mm. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking weird. But I mean, but disclosure, <laughs> disclosure though. Like I said, I want to see this. I'm interested in it. it probably, oh yeah, I'm I, I, I want to see every best picture film except for Brooklyn. Oh, I did it last year. I'm doing it this year. Every film. The, the, well, Brooklyn's the only we're one. We're reviewing I don't want. Oh, everyone. I, oh, I, so oh, I, I get what you're saying. You meant that you, you have the interest in watching. I'm with you. The only actually, Bridge of Spies. I could care less about. Uh, Brooklyn's the other one. I uh, I'll sit through. Bridge of Spies. <laughs> It's Spielberg, it's Tom Hanks. They usually are pretty good together. I'm it, not... I, I don't want to see it, but I'll, I'm sure I'll be fine with it. But Brooklyn, I just really don't want to fucking watch. Yeah, that's going to be a hard one. Now, what I like about this this rack of best pictures is it's a good year because we don't have any no fucking reason why it's on it. Like, uh, about... What was the, what the fucking boy movie? Child? Kid? Oh, what was that? Um, it was... Boyhood. boyhood boyhood that piece of shit which that, they've that. been showing a lot lately on cable and every time it's on i'm just like what's the fucking point of yeah. this i mean yeah at least we're, at least there's no films that i have to like choke down like like a giant donkey dick it, it, it's <laughs> it, you know everything the only the, the worst on this list is eh, it's not my kind of movie so I, but I'll, i'm gonna watch it now anyway there's nothing in it's just like truly it's, there's no av- there's no avatars on this list. There's no the blind sides on this list. Where what the fuck is this doing on the list? You know. Yeah, it's just the last couple of years, two three years, they've just been making better movies. Last year was a great Oscar year. This year is a pretty damn good one. So the trends turning. I'd a almost bit. say this year might be. I haven't watched everything yet, but this could be a better year than last year. It it has the potential, at least in numbers. But again, there's no Boyhood film here, so we're off to a good start. Yeah, I mean everything. The Boyhood. Oof. Yeah. Now, is I there think any? We other liked everything. Fun? I think we liked everything last year, but Boyhood. Uh, I I think we didn't hate anything but Boyhood. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I, everything else was at least oh palatable. Yeah. Okay. 
like, like uh, I, I, I can't like, like I can't say that I enjoyed the theory of everything, like that I liked it, that I, you know, like oh, I'm, yeah, this was but fun. yeah, but, no, you're right. But in the end, we it, both agreed that you know what, this is a really good film. It's not exactly for us or myself, but I'm recognizing it as a good film. Exactly. Well, I don't yeah. think we have anything here that we're going to be just like uh, spewing about. It's going to be a very even uh, the other one, the Imitation Game. I felt the same way about that, where I liked it. Right. I recognize that it's a great film, but I'm never going to watch it again. Yeah, I, and and really, what, the only thing that saved that was that the subject matter had was uh, was layered. It had a lot of different angles to come at from it. So, yep. Uh, and the gay thing is always a good good uh, catalyst. Um, now, can I mention uh, screenplay? Because you know that's my category. Yeah. We're going to do both, uh, right? Adapted and uh, original? Yeah, well, adapted uh, original screenplay. Adapted screenplay first, because my favorite's original. Adapted screenplay, they've got The Big Short, Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, and Room. So the only one on there that's not a, a best picture is Carol. And I, I don't know what Carol is. I don't think I, I don't know if I've heard of Carol. Carol is uh, also... A, uh, what's her face? Not Rory. Rory? The girl from... Uh, Rooney Mara. Yeah, Rooney Mara. Uh, Kate Blanchett's character is from New Jersey, and Ooh, lesbians. I don't know if it takes place in New York. It is lesbians. But I started watching a little bit of that, and I was hoping it would be nominated for Best Picture because I wanted to talk about how I'm not buying any of the lesbian scenes. <laughs> neither, neither one of them are into it. And th this will sound... It might not sound too bad. I've seen enough lesbian porn to know when they're into it. And just the way they're kissing, specifically Rooney Mara, she ain't into it. They, I'm not buying them kissing at all. I'm not. Well, it's it's another 1950s film, uh, so it's right up there with Brooklyn as far as like you know this time period and love affair and blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, then so original screenplay, Bridge of Spies. Yeah. Ex Ex Machina, which uh, which I'm, I need to see. I, I have it, and I've been putting it off. I always put keep putting it off, and I, I want to see it. The trailer uh, was great. I just um, hear that it's... I think it's like 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is yeah. extraordinarily high. Now, the animated film Inside Out is on the list. I don't know why. I've seen it I, seen it a hundred times with my kids. It's fun. It's a good movie, but really... I haven't seen it, and I had no interest to. Now I have to watch it because it uh, deals with the psyche, you know, all the things going in your head, every like five different emotions that we live by, and I think they find that that is enough to push the film into best original screenplay category. I, I don't know. I don't know. And then spotlight again, and straight yep. out of Compton. I think it goes spotlight or X. Ex uh, Machina. M machina. Machina. Ma I think it's Machina or Machina. Could be it, Machina. It, it, yeah. It, it, whoever. It depends, like, you know, who wants to be Latin and who wants to be. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one of those fucking things. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. Or they could go straight out of Compton just to be PC. Now, now. Because, you know, this is going to be the, the what, what do they call it last year? White gold? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, uh, Will Smith wasn't nominated for Best Actor for Concussion. And uh -huh. Eldris Elba 
uh, wasn't nominated for Best Actor for the Beasts, uh, Beasts of whatever that film he did. Wasn't Are nominated for that. Are there any non-white people uh, nominated? I, I believe everybody's white. <laughs> uh, I get to hear this for another month and a half now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, if that's the case, then they'll probably give it to Compton. Um, and I gotta say, like, like this year where I'm actually like into the best picture category, this is a really sad year for me for for screenplays because nothing in here is like capturing me. Uh, I I haven't watched most of the films yet, but. Uh, I mean, usually there's there's stuff in here that's uh, innovative, uh, and I'm just, I'm just not seeing it. I'm just seeing like normal shit, like run of the mill stuff. Yeah, there is uh, not so, a sing, single black person nominated this year. Oh, oh well. And and even Redmayne, uh, Eddie Redmayne, he plays, uh, I believe, transgender. So it's like, there you go. Mm. Oh well. <laughs> Better luck next year. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're going to be reviewing uh, two ep- two movies a week up until the Oscars. Yep. Uh, there will not be an Oscar episode this year, at least not with me, because I'm going to be uh, away yes. during that week. Bad timing. I may find a guest host uh, that, to do it to do it live. That's my hope because I, I would like the show to go on without me. And I'm also giving you permission on on uh, to post the video from the drunk episode of of the show, the drunk Oscar show. On the night of the Oscars. Well, I did try and post the drunk episode uh, last time, and we got flagged. Oh, never mind that. And, oh, well. And, well, and the thing is, I can try again. The problem is, um, the last time I did it, we got flagged, and I really couldn't. I couldn't fight that one because we the whole thing has sound. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause the whole thing is like, yeah, we don't, uh, you know, we don't do this because we we do it without sound. Well, that's the whole fucking broadcast, beginning to end, with but, but we're sound. talking over it. Yes, we are. Now, yeah. here's the difference, and I mentioned this on last week's show. Uh, the one thing, the one thing that they uh, are now doing on YouTube, uh, at least these uh, these uh, owners of the content that we review and whatnot. They uh, will monetize the video for us. We don't get any profit from it. So if we get a video that has a million hits, and let's say that video that gets a million hits makes us $100, they get all the money. So that's not going to happen. So I might have a little more luck uploading this video. Mm-hmm. Even though it'll get flagged, I'll con- contest it, and then they'll just monetize it. It's worth so, a shot. I'll try it again. Now, I, I would like to mention. Um, so, well, I'm sorry, but we're, we're going to do two ep- two movies a week. Uh huh. And next week, uh, we said the two that we want to do are we want to go with the two that we've uh, for the most part seen. And the one pairing that you made was you paired Mad Max with The Martian. With The Martian. Right now, I've seen both of those. Those are the two Oscar films that I've already seen. So I'm good to go off the bat. I just have to see The Martian, which I did plan on watching this weekend anyway, because it's a long weekend for me. Right. So we paired those. You paired those two together because they're both um, big budget special effect movies. Yes. Right. Uh, That works for me. Um, The only other pairing I would have done would have been Mad Max with um, The Revenant, uh, because they're both like in the wild. But your your pairing makes more sense. Okay. I, I I think so. Yeah. 
So that's why I said yes. Um, <laughs> so we're going to do that next week, and that'll give uh, me time and you time to catch up on other films as well in the meantime. Yes. And uh, I, I do want to touch briefly on the other nominations that came out today, the Razzies, which we normally don't cover, and I feel like that's a mistake. We uh, we were actually, Dale Rontry asked us to, um, didn't he ask us to do movie challenges off the Razzies? Uh, I think he mentioned that before, and I think he's right, uh, at least to the extent that we should cover some of them. Uh, so I have the list in front of me. I'm just going to run through it quickly. I'm not going to go through every category. How, how many of these are from this month? <laughs> uh, n- not a lot. Okay. Because because most M- most more most, than uh, one studios. Well, most studios don't aim to release the releases based on the Razzies. So okay, they 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 jumped their shit in January. So here we've got their their top five nominees for worst picture are Fantastic Four. I still have not seen that yet. Yeah, you're going to agree with, with them once you watch it. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, that's this. That's a January movie. Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, I haven't seen that either, but it looked it bad. Yeah. That was like a summer All, movie, too. They tried to make that a blockbuster. Well, it's one of those, one of those like young adult movies. Yeah. Um, Paul, Blart, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. It's a given. And Pixels. Really, pixels? Okay. Yeah. Like a family now, movie? Was it that bad? Okay. Yeah. Now I mean, I've it's Adam Sandler. Seen... Fuck him. Yeah, I agree. Now I've only seen one and a half of these, but at the moment my money's on Fantastic Four. To win. And yeah, well, not not, not Paul Blart. I haven't seen it, but so I've seen that... so far based on what I've seen. Fantastic Four was really bad, and the difference is Paul Blart's a stupid comedy. Fantastic Four was like a big budget superhero film. In an era where they've mastered how to make them, and they still fucked it up. So, and and Fantastic Four is also nominated for um, worst remake or sequel, worst screen combo, and worst director, worst screenplay, and that's it. Wow. Okay. Now, one, now I'm not going to go through all the uh, nominations, but I do want to mention that I feel a little upset that one of my favorite films from this year is on the ne- the nominees for worst actor, which is, and that's Johnny Depp and Mordecai. <laughs> and Every- you, everybody's been panning that one. I love that it, film. It's one of those movies where they said, you know, this is going to be really bad, and without even seeing it, people are like, okay, I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, you know what? That film made me happy. <laughs> it was fun. It just it made I love Johnny Depp and it, him and that character. I fucking loved it. If I, I I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get why everybody's shitting on the film. I mean, it's 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 not it's not as bad or as stupid as and I'm just using this as a rough example. Like like say Meet Harry Crumb. Okay. But with it's that same kind of vein where. This is over the top on purpose, and we're having fun with that. What are you expecting? <laughs> now, I think it's not helping the fact that it's based on a book series that I've read the novel it was based on, and right. anybody that loved the novel is going to hate the movie because <laughs> the novels <laughs> are not like this campy. So, oh, really? Okay. Can, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know a lot of people. I, I know some, not a lot. I know some people that read the book and not fans of the movie. 
I just have a soft spot for Johnny Depp, and I, I don't know. The, I, again, I, I, I remember pausing the film and just saying, this film's making me happy. <laughs> it really, it's really, it was just, it's just a fun movie. I and I just feel, I'm just upset. It also got nominated for Worst Actress. Um, oh, what's her face? Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, and it also got nominated for Worst Screen p- Combo, Johnny Depp and his glued-on mustache. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I, I'm 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 upset about that. But you know, we, we when people get offended, you know how we like review films and then like Avatar, and then people get offended right. and and get uh, mean and angry. I'm not doing that. I I get it. I understand. I just think it's misplaced. That's okay. all. Now they also have something called the Razzie's Redeemer Award, uh, where they for actors that have rede- actors, directors, whatever that have redeemed themselves. And M Night Shyamalan is on the list uh, for, the for for the visit. Will Smith is on the list for this uh, the concussion film. Okay. Stallone is on the list for, and you know, I, I don't think Stallone belongs on the list yet, but for Creed, and then Elizabeth Banks for whatever she's in. Okay. Elizabeth Banks. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I just want I just wanted to mention <laughs> the Razzies because Realtor commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to mention that because again, we don't cover that much, and oddly enough, I've seen, I haven't seen that many films on this list. Yeah, did we want to did did we want to do the best director category or we're done? Oh, you want to talk about that? it? I'm sorry. Yeah, we can go back and. Do, I mean, no, I mean we, we could we could just talk about it a little bit. Yeah, go for it. What back? Did to we want to do the the? We don't want to do the actor. Oh, wait, ones. Hold, hold on. If you're if you're talking directors, um, well, let me just run down quickly the the worst director list for Razzies. Go <laughs> for it. Andy Fickman for Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Okay. Tom Six for Human Centipede 3, which I haven't seen yet. <laughs> Sam Taylor Johnson for Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. Josh Trank for Fantastic Four. And Andy and Lana Wachowski for Jupiter Ascending. Got it. Okay. Back to you, sir. So I think we should do the directing category and the animated film category because it's the best picture for animated. Uh-huh. Okay. We could just breeze right through this, and then we sure. can end the show. Uh, for directing, we have uh, George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road. We have uh, Lenny Abrahamson for Room. We have Tom McCarthy for Spotlight. Adam McKay for The Big Short. And Alejandro Inaritu for The Revenant. Probably just butchered his name. <laughs> but those I are the five for Best Director. I think it's going to be a really close call. They may split it. They may give it to Alejandro again, and then give Peck picture to something else, or they may give it to George Miller because he's been direct. He's been in the business forever. Possible. He's never even come this close but, to best director. But they're up against some real films here. I mean, sometimes the the best director again. There's a lot of strong contenders this year. I, yeah. I mean. There's not there's not a film on that best directing thing that I'd be surprised if it didn't win. I mean, again, not having seen them all yet, right? There's not a film on there that I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so, so it, it'll it'll be interesting. Would uh, be surprised, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I think you should fill out a ballot. Um, if I do a show, you should fill one out anyway, so that I will. We can, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that we can uh, follow it. You know it. Maybe I'll have my wife be my co-host. Think that would be a bad idea. No, that'd be awesome. <laughs> she won't stay up that late. And who'll watch she, the kids? 
they're in bed. Uh huh. They're in bed at eight o'clock. I no. don't think she'll stay up. That late. Uh, it's a Sunday night, school night. They're in bed at seven thirty. I don't think she'll so, stay up that late. She she always does. If we watch it together, she stays up the whole the whole night. If All we right. do the show, she usually ends up watching the whole thing for best picture. Um. Any anyway. Uh, if if that's the route we go, you have my blessings. All right. Cool. All right, so best animated feature. Uh, yes, yes. There are five of them, which they used to only do three. Thankfully, they do five now because it doesn't make sense. How many fucking animated movies that come come out every year? More than enough to fill up five slots. Yeah, but usually most of them are shit. Yeah. So, so you have uh, Anomalisa, uh-huh. which they they were talking about that possibly even being nominated for best picture. Um, then you have. Boy in the World, mm-hmm. which looks to be uh, like stick figure-ish animation. Uh, mm-hmm. Anomalisa is like stop motion, claymation, uh, that kind of animation. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's in that style. Then you have Inside Out from, from Disney Pixar, mm-hmm. which if you were a betting man, you would just pick Inside Out. Pixar just wins every time. Yeah, but it just doesn't... Uh, I'm hoping they I, don't this time. I haven't seen it yet, but it just... Nothing about it looks No, it's good, but I yeah. don't believe that it's best animated picture. I just I don't. Uh, Shaun the Sheep, the movie, which is the, from the Wallace and Gromit people. Now, now just, just to clarify, because it keeps bugging the living shit out of me. It's not Shaun the Sheep, the movie. It's Shaun the Sheep movie. Yes. Which they did on purpose, and it, it irritates me, and I feel like that's why they did it. <laughs> specifically, just to irritate you. Well, maybe not just specifically me, but to irritate. I feel like that was the goal. Right. And then you have uh, When Marnie Was There, which this is a uh, Hiroshima Yokoshabashi movie, or whatever. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when Marnie was there there we go when Marnie was there now here's the weird thing about this film when Marnie was there it says on IMDB that it came out in 2014 in Japan so it must have been released in 2015 in the US Right. and, and I'm assuming that's how it yeah okay 2014 in Japan, 2015, pretty much everywhere else. Now, the fact that it was released in Japan in 2014, you would think that that would disqualify it because it's a 2014 movie because I thought, not anymore, but I thought that the year that it came out in any country of its origin, that's the year they would have to use for the Oscars. Uh, But I guess not. So, I mean, I could make a movie now, but if I release it five years from now, but I premiered it in my country, let's say I premiered it in my country now, and then in five years I premiered it in the country it was being nominated for, it would win for that year. Shut up. Stop it. I'm just using it as an example. Pretend I'm Danish, okay? (laughs) You don't look Danish. Yeah. Uh, oh my I was talking. I was talking funny. to Holly about that. She doesn't uh, look Druish. 
<laughs> I, I was talking to Holly about that because you know how all these futuristic films, Blade Runner, etc., going forward, yeah. uh, Firefly, everything, they always have the, the American Chinese mixture. Yes. Where it was like because because China takes over as the world power, and so we, they, you know, everything is incorporated. So everybody speaks half Chinese, and they, uh, they have these all that. I was I was remarking. I said, wouldn't it be interesting if they did that, like a futuristic world, but instead of like China taking over everything for some weird reason, it was like uh, Sweden. <laughs> I'm just no, tired. Of, it's like it's so cliche now. But, oh, it's the future. Yeah, uh, China and America, or like you know, yeah, China took over. Oh, okay. I, just for once, I just like like maybe Quebec took over or something. Maybe everybody's got hockey hair. I, you know, something. <laughs> Switch it up a little bit, you know. Just because fucking uh, William Gibson wrote about it, now everybody's got to fucking do it. Come on, that's all I'm <laughs> well, saying. Hey, it's, it's the, I don't know. I I can't uh, can't argue or deny or contest whatever you want. Just 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 you know, ignore me. Hey, <sighs> sure. I I, still I also have to give you a birthday gift. Jesus Christ, it's been sitting here for three months. That's how I know it's been that long since Scott and I have hung out, like actually seen each other face to face. Because we'll have to rectify that, won't we? We're gonna have to, because I have a birthday gift that I've had for since September. Maybe we'll have to record one of these episodes live instead of uh, through Skype. I'm for it. We'll have to figure that out. We'll figure it out. Maybe do it on a Friday night or something. Ooh, that'd be cool. Um, now, I also want to mention briefly, and I posted this on Facebook, that there's also the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. Oh, I saw you post that today. Yes. Uh, I, now, not going to get much into it because there's a lot of shit on here that probably nobody's seen. And they yeah. do best TV stuff, too, which who gives a fuck? The only thing I've seen out of any of this is Ash versus Evil Dead, so that would be my vote. Um, but I just want to mention these because uh, I, I, I was a splatterpunk as a teenager growing up, big on horror films, and Same I still I enjoy horror films, but I just don't watch as many as I used to. Um, they're nominees for Best Wide Release Film, because horror film, they have to make a whole separate category for like limited or direct-to-video release, obviously. Sure. Um, best Wide Release Films, they have Crimson Peak, which just looks like... Which, I, which I saw. It was pretty Oh, boring. it looks boring. It was boring. Oh, that, oh, that trailer. I hate the trailer. Oh, oh, I'm in a house. Oh, don't go in the basement. Strange things have happened here. Oh, really? God. Yeah. I mean, it was okay, but you really, you really have to be in the mood to see it. Guillermo del Toro. He's very good at visuals. He's very good at that kind of stuff. But I'll tell you something. Just, just do Hellboy three, please. All, you know, Victorian era, haunted house. You've already you've already combined two of my least favorite genres. <laughs> then they have the gift, which I never caught. Uh, so oh, I saw that. that was that that's good? In that horror? Looked... That's in horror. Yeah. That's one with uh, uh, what's his face? Um, yeah, that guy. <sighs> Why can't I think of his name now? That looked interesting. I never got around to seeing it, but that it's looked not a horror movie at all. Oh, probably thriller. I mean, it probably they probably not, blur the lines. Not even uh, it very. Uh, it's very blurred. Thriller. I, I'd even go borderline on that. Well, he, here's a film that's not a horror film at all that it nominated as well. It follows. It's a good movie. Oh, what, it, it follows. follows? No, 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 no. It's the, not. No, the gift. The gift. Okay, the gift. All right, don't scare me there. I was like, what the? What? We reviewed it. Follows. I didn't hate it. 
I know, but you should have. You should I have. <laughs> but I really uh, did. Then Krampus, <laughs> which I haven't seen yet. I want to see Krampus. It's from the guy yeah. that did Trick or Treat. Yeah, I want to see it too. And it apparently good. there's supposed to be more Krampus films, but uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law, and he said that he, w- he was going to do Trick or Treat 2. Uh-huh. And um, he was going to do Trick or Treat 2, but he decided that because they wanted to do more Krampus films, there are other directors that are you know, optioning to do it. He said, I want to do Krampus. I want to do it before everyone else. I want to do it good. And you know what? Yeah, After the- my movie comes out, they can make all the shitty Krampus movies they want. Yeah, I've already seen uh, when that came out. Like there was a simultaneously directed video one uh, with a Krampus in it, like the Christmas Wars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, from 2013. Yeah, the cover looks uh, and, cool, kind of. And that's then the uh, the fifth one is The Visit by Shyamalan. Oh. So that's interesting. And and very quickly, best limited release or directed video they have is Anguish. Haven't seen it. Final Girls. Haven't seen Jason it. Jason Bateman. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's in that. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of some kind of hate. I haven't seen okay. it. We are still here. Ghost move, Ghost House. Fucking oh. don't want to see it. And what we do in the shadows, which was, have you seen that? No. That's that. Uh, like, that's the, yeah. It's like a fake. Uh, it's like a mockumentary. It's like a fake documentary of vampires. Fucking hilarious. Oh. Oh, was it good? Oh, it was hilarious. I I made Holly watch it. She liked it. Oh wait a I, minute. I I saw pieces of it. I it's saw great. It was on TV uh, not that long ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was I, almost I, like uh, it was uh, the way it felt for me. It was almost like Spinal Tap, but vampires. Yeah, but but with a bit of like um like uh, uh not Big Brother, but uh, what's the MTV one? The oh, house. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I, I never watched it. That's why I don't know the name of it. It oh, God. People living they, together in a yeah, house. They put them in a house, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like that MTV show we can't think of the name of, but with vampires, with yeah, but it has that kind of Spinal Tap feel because it's not real. But yeah, it, it's it's. Re- I remember when I saw the trailer, I was like, eh, this probably like plays out really quickly. It's really good. I enjoy, really like that. And, you know, not just because it was funny, but because there's some great comedy acting in that, which is not hard, not easy. I just wanted I'm to mention it that. up it because it's bothering me now. What? That TV oh, show world. that was an empty the real world. Thank you, the real Jesus. World. Yeah, uh, that was when reality TV was real. Like they'd spend months with these people in a house, and then they would cut it into a whatever 22, 21 episode TV series. And now they film an entire reality show over ten days, twenty days, right. and well, it's all scripted. You, well, you. And I, I'm only because it was a while ago, but at the time I was kind of working in the industry, so I, I had firsthand experience with this. You know, you do remember why the reality show market exploded. Um. Wh- uh, wait a minute. Was it Survivor that did it? It was that time oh, period. Oh, that- it was the Osbournes. No. It, it wasn't because of the success of any show. Writer strike, and it just was. Writer strike happened. They were the writers went on strike. The writers guild they went on strike, and the reaction was, "Oh, well, these reality shows are popular, and <laughs> look at that. There's no writers, so we'll just do more of these." So everybody just they, they just geared into the writing those shows because 
sure that you may have some loosely scripted stuff, but not enough to actually call it a script. You could right. just like jot something down on paper because you're just telling people what to do, or telling them, you know, go over there and look busy. It's right. it's like it's like scripting Blair Witch. You're not really scripting it. You're just making a situation and then filming it. So they were able to bypass screenwriters and 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 still make money. That's the reason why they made 80 of them, like in the, in like three year period, and that's why it's still existing today because it was the it was that just did it. That's what happened. It's cheap. And let me tell you something. And I don't think it's ever going to happen, but I'm waiting for that genre to die. Mm. I can't fucking stand reality TV. It's like found footage. It's never going to go away. But every now and then, somebody will do something decent with it. Yeah. I can't fucking one. stand it. Well, you know what they... I, you know what? You know the reality TV that they do that actually is decent? Uh, that uh, intervention show where they're dealing with people with drug problems. Like real yeah. people with drug problems. And... That's not a bad show. It's not scripted. They just follow around junkies, and it's pretty fucked up. That, that's like borderline documentary because they're really just documentary. That, that is that is true. But yeah, there was one. I don't remember the name of it, and I don't care to look it up. But there was one. Sh- it was they did a pilot, and it didn't catch on, so they never did any more. Okay. But it was it was a great idea, but they ruined it because they tried to keep it like Survivor because they they put in like voting. And rivalries is like ah, this is bullshit. But they put these people in a town, and they made it like a, a Twin Peaks town. <laughs> so they had like they had to solve crimes. So they had like, like oh yeah, we found this house. There was a crime. You guys have to come here and figure it out. And it was like a crime scene, and they had to find clues. And like 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 they'd be at the hotel, and like somebody say, hey, there's somebody out the street. And there'd be three or four people out there, and there's this cult where they go out the street and they just sweep the streets with like whisk brooms. Okay. And I like, what what are these people like they're all in, like full suits? So like, what the hell is that? So they had like this weird kind of cult thing and like, you know, it was like Twin Peaks but with real people that had to figure it out. I was like this is fucking brilliant, but then they ruined it by turning it into Survivor and no one gave a shit because Twin Peaks had what had died 5 years ago and that was the end of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I, so, that doesn't ring a bell at all cuz I I no, hate reality so much, reality shows so much. It, I, and I it just did avoid it, them. It, it never made it past the pilot, so no one remembers it. I, oh, I, no kidding. Just, I just remember like that little glimmer of hopes. Oh, this looks cool. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, I think we've exhausted uh, the nominee show. Have I exhausted you, sir? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah. Uh. So that's it. That's our Oscar nomination show. Um, I don't feel like delving into the other categories like best actor or actress because I you don't, don't go care into, as much. You don't want to go into best makeup and hairstyling? Yeah. Uh, about the only nomination for best actor that I'm kind of interested in was Brian Cranston for Trumbo. Just because... Because uh-huh. it's Brian I, Cranston. I, I love him. You know, he, He's definitely due. He doesn't do enough movies. Or now he is doing more movies probably because how good he was on Breaking Bad. Um, so, I don't think he'll win it. I think Leonardo DiCaprio's getting it. I think he's a fucking shoe-in. I don't understand why Matt Damon was, was nominated, because The Martian's a good film, and he's good in it, but I've seen Matt Damon give Oscar-worthy performances, right. and I don't think this is one of them. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if uh, who else wasn't acting this year that this was like the five finalists, but uh, well, I'll tell you I, something. 
you're going to hear more, a lot more about White Gold <laughs> because Eldris Elba and Will Smith were not nominated this year, and they gave really solid performances in in their films. White uh, Gold. From what I what I what I keep reading, there is not a single black person nominated this year. You know what? Can I say something about that before we go? Yeah. Well, I want just one minute because because again. I'm 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 liberal and I'm left wing and I'm I'm pro civil rights and pro civil act action and all this stuff, but uh, there's a lot there's some of this stuff where you get a lot of these complaining about like, like we mentioned earlier like the whitewashing cultural appropriation not enough black people being nominated blah 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 blah, and it occurred to me at a certain point that all the people that are bitching and whining and and uh, making uh, uh, academic proposals as to why it's a white racist society because of this blah 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 blah. and none of that has any effect because all it does is bore the shit out of people and annoy them the the way to fix that is to just change it and the one person i can point to is tyler perry (laughs) okay no yeah now now we've, we've discussed tyler perry in the past i think at one point i i i my theory that there's no such thing as a Tyler Perry film because I've never seen one. <laughs> never seen I, one either. Right, yeah. And, and the, the point is, if you think there are too many white people in films and too many white people in, 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 you know, in the Oscars, the only way around that is to make, is just to just make more black films and get more black actors out there and take over the industry. That's how you do it. Tyler Perry knows that. That's like the big secret with Tyler Perry. He's like, okay, I'm just going to make 500 fucking films and put them out there because there's a market out there that that mainstream uh, Hollywood doesn't give a shit about, the non-white market, and I'm going to fucking make a mint off of them, and at the same time, I'm going to put black people in the market. Not just the occasional Will Smith or... or, uh, uh, hosting the Oscars. Oh, uh, Chris Rock. Well, first, I'm like Rock Smith. My head is my mind said Rock, Rock Smith, Smith. Get, and I couldn't <laughs> get out of my head. Yeah, uh, like Chris or any other like black people that that middle class white America is comfortable with because they don't curse. Yeah, because they, because they're not that black. I'm actually surprised they went with Chris Rock again because of course there were problems the first time he hosted because they were saying that he was too much and too edgy and it's like you know what this is exactly why you should be picking somebody like him. And, and but then they pick somebody who's not, and it's a boring show. And like, w- w- I mean, with Ben Stiller, ever do one? Uh, All I remember is that Avatar no. thing he did. Like, what the yeah, fuck was that? That was fucking terrible. But I mean, they they they, they whenever they pick non non edgy people, it's just a boring fucking show, and they they realize that. Well, yeah, the, only, the, the yeah. One, probably one of the best Oscar shows that they ever did, ever, ever, ever in the history ever was Steve Martin. Yeah, I remember. And they oh. didn't—they didn't like him because he was too edgy. Made fun of too many people. He was fucking yeah. hilarious. It was, was one of the most fun, entertaining Oscar shows I've ever seen. I—I I forget the joke, and I want to go back and like find the broadcast and watch it. He I remember he made one joke that was like so smart that the audience didn't get it, and I did. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I there, like there was no laughter. I was like, "I get that." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, but that's what you do, and and like, 
everybody want you know okay oh yeah so we only have like a couple actors out there uh who uh you know black actors out there who are famous right you know what and each one of those black actors uh whether it's will smith or it's um uh denzel washington they are now multimillionaires who are big players in hollywood they can make all the black people films they want they yeah. can get all the black actors they want into the Hollywood. They can, they they can write their own fucking ticket, and they're not, at least not <laughs> as much as like you're complaining about. So who are you going to complain about? The white people who are like, hey, they made more movies about white people, and I'm white. Okay, now you're the part of the problem. Am I? Why? Because I bought a movie ticket. How about you just go make more fucking movies and flood the market yourself if that's what's wanted? That's all I'm saying. Tyler Perry is the way to take care of white gold. Just make more fucking black films. Just, <laughs> Problem just is, get... he's got to make good black films or they're not going to get nominated at all. No, they don't. Because they make shitty white films that get nominated too. Avatar, thank you, done. Even though technically he's black because they made the black people blue. But that's still, anyway. <laughs> um, you know, tell Samuel L. Jackson and Morgan Freeman, hey, you guys are fucking millionaires and you like everyone loves you how about you make more black fucking films or get behind them instead of letting the spike lee take all like try to do everything and fuck it up how about doing that that's all you've got enough people you've got enough black people in the industry that they could form their own black company they could form like uh like uh i i can't think of anything racist at the moment but like they could form some kind of like uh you know mgm tnt uh superfly and just they could make that and just crank out their own black exploitation films but instead of, instead of black exploitation it would be black art but you you could do that all you have the people there but no all they're going to do is whine about how nobody black was nominated for best actor this year and point to that and make a big and and blog about it and complain about it and then uh, and then um have uh, Black Lives Matter interrupt Bernie Sanders a couple times and say they've done their job. You're not solving anything. You're just whining. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get some more black actors out there and tell Morgan Freeman to pony up some dough. That's it. There you go. All right. Take it to Hollywood from the Jews, and then you got something going. That's never going to happen. Well, no, of course not. It's... But I'm, still, you got to try. Never going to happen, dude. <laughs> Are you One thing I know, what I am, just like it's just like Oscar <laughs> night. <laughs> Never gonna happen. The, the Jews own Hollywood. My sister. I want to thank the people that I bumped into in the hallway. Yeah. If I had Oscar music, I this would be better. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for joining episode 194. Probably the first episode in forever that's not gonna get flagged on YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to upload it right now. <laughs> it's going to be uploaded in the next 15 minutes. Um, watch, we'll get flagged for movie stills. Oh, it's Bridge of Spies. Oh, the room. Oh, the Revenant. They're movie stills. It's a fucking. It's a non-moving picture. It's a picture. 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 He mentioned Tyler Perry. Flag that shit. <laughs> uh, please go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download any of the shows there. You can also listen to the show right from there. We have a, a player that you can use. And obviously join us every Thursday at 8 o'clock live to watch the show. You can do it right from the website. Uh, you can go to iTunes and you can download all of our shows there as well. 
You can go to facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything we talk about on the show is there. If you want to contact us, you can email us, but that's the best way to to get any kind of thing out there to us is to go to the Facebook page. Absolutely. If you did want to email us, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, that's 908-514-4470. I think we need to advertise that more on the Facebook page. Yeah, and you know what? If you call us and leave a voicemail... I, no matter what you say, we'll, we're we'll gonna play, play it. it. Yeah, because <laughs> really, anything. we pay like, like I don't know, sixty dollars a year for that thing, and nobody calls it. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, you could just call and like you know, best crime, and we'll still play it. Yeah, um, I mean, we're gonna have the next eight episodes are gonna be Oscar films, which would put us at episode two hundred two. One of those uh, episodes is not gonna be Oscar movies; it's gonna be our two hundredth episode. We are going to plan something, god damn it. So maybe, maybe that's a show we'll do together. Maybe. So we're gonna be we're gonna be all over you like white on fucking rice to call us and email us so we have content. Yes, god yes. damn it. Anyway, uh, you can download the Android app for your phone or tablet phablet. It's fucking Scott. awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's totally free. Everything I just said is on there. You can also uh, you can go to the website on your iPhone. There is a mobile version of it. Uh, player for that is coming soon. And, uh, well, that about does it. Yes. Got anything, any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Black power! Well, okay. No, white gold! Sorry. White, white gold. gold! White gold! Yeah. I gotta ask back. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> okay. Let's let the music fade out, because it's, like, right there. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. So I shouldn't say anything right now, because the music... Stop talking. Now? I just stopped the video, you motherfucker. (laughs) It's not in the video. It could have been, but it's not. Well, that's the bonus feature for the audio listeners. Yes. (laughs) Yes. If you're listening to this now... You're a winner. (laughs) Good night, everybody. God bless. I'm kidding. Fuck that.